Hey guys, it's Carlos Reyes with All In Entrepreneurs, All In Nation, and this is episode nine, and I'm sitting here with... Alex Sines, 22-year-old real estate entrepreneur here in Phoenix, and yours truly. My name is Sal Shakir, guys. I'm a Catholic from Iraq, believe it or not. I came here with no English, and if I can do it, anyone can. That's why I like to start it with. Love it, love it. So, guys, today we are going to talk about how to maximize time as an entrepreneur. Okay, and why is this subject so important? Folks don't understand that time is the most valuable, uh, excuse me, time is the most valuable commodity. Um, and 99% of us, for the most part, don't use it wisely. I can speak for myself. It's take, it, it took me decades, you know, a few decades to actually start using it wisely. Like now, now I'm on the go, go, go. And you can always tell. You can always tell folks that are going somewhere or they're on a mission or or they're, you know, they're 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 time efficient by the way they even walk. Right? Remember we were talking about that <laughs> yeah. last time? We, we were just talking about yeah. that. So why why is this subject so I'll start with you, Sal. Why is this subject, why is time such a valuable asset? Well, for starters, um, I'm not, I'm not not I haven't been known to be lazy, right? And I don't like to deal with lazy people. And for myself, when at a young age, I felt like I always had to be on the go, go, go. I call it anxiety, whatever it is. But I think time is one of the most things that you can control. It's control the controllables. We were talking about that last time. What can you control? So some people talk about financial. Some people talk about other things. And you can't. You can control your time. The problems with time is it's limited. There's only 24 hours a day. So how can you control the controllables within that 24 hours a day? Therefore, this, this could be the most valuable thing in your day. Think about the people that work nine to five. They work, they literally, they call it nine to five because they, they base their pay based on their time. Yeah. So yeah. as a business entrepreneur, I think you can maximize out of your day and your time if you tweak a few things in your life. Yeah, so as an entrepreneur, that's something else um, that you need to learn and you need to learn it as soon as possible you no longer get paid for your time, you get paid for results, right? Um, if, if you're like me and you worked over 10 years in corporate America, or if you're still there, you know, it, it's tough. It's really tough to accept somebody saying, hey, you know, uh, your time to me is worth $15 an hour. I'm going to buy your life, your or the time in your life, for 15 bucks an hour, right? Yeah. To me, that now, now that I think about it, that's that's a really hard, you know, it's a really tough uh, pill to swallow. But back then, I just didn't know any better. The wrong programming, the wrong, you know, mental wiring, would just was it, it was in place. And now, if you were to tell me, hey, you know, I will give you 15 dollars for your time per hour, um, I I just I just could not do it. You well, you yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but you uh, at a, your previous job where you used to work overtime. Yes. Right? I used to work overtime just to make a little more money. Because again, you don't get paid on your results. Yeah, you 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 know in a in a corporate structure, you get bonuses and you know uh little uh extra incentives if you do well, you know, it's the rat race, right? Mm -hmm. If you're if you're a, if you're a good little rat, <laughs> you'll you'll do. And I'm not calling anybody a rat out there because I was there, right? Um, if you do well, you know uh, you do get bonuses and you know things like that. Like I remember, you know, I was the manager of the year, and they sent me to Cancun for two weeks, right? 
Um, but I just can never, it never really gets you out of that rat race. And I'll give you the perfect example. Um, I remember I used to get four weeks vacation per year. Mm -hmm. So that's four weeks of time that I could have went out, you know, went out somewhere and spent it with my family, with my daughter, with my significant other, et cetera. But what did I choose to do with those four weeks of time? I'm guessing you were. I cashed them in. I cashed in every single vacation, every single time, just so I can have more money. So at that point, I valued what? I valued money money more than my time, right? And now as entrepreneurs, we value time over anything else. I agree. Right? Money's there, and we value time over anything and everything out there. So if you want to just reiterate a little bit more about why is this subject so important to an entrepreneur, time? Yeah, so I mean, just going back to actually, well, how has you guys your said. life changed? Right at eighteen, From, the way you were using your time as an eighteen-year-old, and the way that you're using your time now. So I mean, and we're gonna go into all you know things that the steps that you need to be able to delegate and manage your time and really maximize each and every single day. Uh, but the transition for me was, I mean, I worked uh, four or five jobs um, in corporate America, uh, you know, if you call it that. Yeah. Um, from the age of 16 to 18 and a half, almost 19. And uh, growing up, I, I, you know, I, I thought that in order to make more money, you had to put in more time. And um, as an entrepreneur, you know, going on five years now, um, that really wasn't the, it, it hasn't been the case the last five years. You know, I get paid on results. I get paid on value added versus back then it was, okay, I gotta, I gotta work 20, 30, 40 hours a week uh, to make X amount of dollars. So I think the, the biggest change is realizing that it doesn't matter, you know, if we have the same project that's going to pay us, you know, let's say a thousand, let, let's give an example. So we have, if we have each, if each of us have to do a project that's going to pay us a thousand dollars and I do it in one hour, Carl does it in five and you do it in 10, who's going to get, we're all going to pay getting, we're all going to be paid the same. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I correlate that back to business. Um, when it comes to a project or, or certain, um, you just put it down. Got the wrong one. Thank you. See, that's love. <laughs> you just got, got. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> got coffee delivered. Yeah. So back to business, it's like it doesn't matter how long um, it takes, as long as the project or the value the is there. Um, and and I heard this like like companies like Google and like Microsoft, they'll put the laziest people in the hardest positions and and why is that because yeah it's it's interesting because the laziest people will find the quickest way to do it right so Mm -hmm. it's interesting how that works wow psychologically that makes sense yeah right psychologically that makes sense and and you know and and we're going to get into some pretty deep subjects about time but to me it doesn't make sense when i hear about you know 20 21 year olds or 25 year olds uh on gaming systems right 21, 25-year-olds on gaming systems all day long. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. And they're spending three to five hours a day playing video games, watching television, et cetera, et cetera. To me, that doesn't make sense now as an entrepreneur. You know, I p- personally stopped playing video games when I was like in my thir- like 13, 14 years old. Why? Because I wanted to do more things with my time even at that age. You know, I started working at a really early age because why I'm the oldest in my family and my mom was a single mom, so I had to be the man of the house. The man of the house can't afford to, play to video be games. playing video games. No. So if you consider yourself the man of the house, you cannot be playing 
What are the what are the video games out right now? Fortnite and I don't I don't know what video games are out um, now. I don't play much, but when I do, it's like sports games. Okay, yeah. well again, but I don't know. The man <laughs> of the house. Did you ever see your dad play video games? <laughs> the man of the no, house I can't cannot be that. sitting around playing video games. And then saying to himself, oh, 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 I got that kill. Oh, I'm going to be successful. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not going to work both ways, right? It's either yeah. or. So uh, I know you wanted to say a few more things about uh, time. And we are going to dive really deep into these subjects. But let's continue, continue to talk about the importance of time. Well, obviously, like I said, control the controllables. And the, the one thing that we can't control, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can't control. But time, you cannot control time, but you can tweak out your day. You can tweak your day to maximize out of that. So one of the main things that people lack is the awareness, and we're talking about this, right? That's one of the subjects. So are you aware that you're wasting time? How how do you know that you're wasting time? So Carl just gave, gave an example. Yeah, maybe like, you're, uh, you're sleeping in too much, or, or maybe you're playing video games, or watching your favorite, I don't know, TV show, or watching too much Game of Thrones. I don't know what you're wasting time on, but I, I feel like you, sometimes we... You leave Game of Thrones out of this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, uh, I haven't watched one Okay, I will say this. I haven't watched one episode. I did record every single episode, <laughs> and it was 72 hours, uh, 72 hours of my time. But you know what? I mean, one little hour, you know, one little hour. I mean, and again, I don't watch anything else besides... I was watching Game of Thrones, and you know the obviously when football's around, I will say this: Sundays yeah, are my Sundays, day off. Yep, yep. And you know Sundays yeah, are my day off. Yeah, we're, we're not saying that no. be robotic. Be, yeah, with, be a robot time. or anything. That's the, obviously we're human. We yeah, all enjoy. Well, I mean, we all have things. our our our, uh, our vices, right? Yeah. But some you sometimes you can afford those those vices, if you will. And sometimes you can't. So it's all a matter of timing as well. So it's it's crazy how that is because. Back in the day when you, Alex, I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. When you uh, first started your journey, um, was it a question of how, um, when am I going to have free time to do some stuff? Or what was what was going on Let, in your let's, head? let's ask Alex this yeah. too. As an 18-year-old, how many deals did you get? How much money did you make? And how many... How, how much time did you spend uh, on, on video? How much time did you spend playing video okay, games? Okay, there you go. Ask okay. better than that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be completely honest. Um, As an 18-year-old real estate entrepreneur, how many deals did you get? How much time did you spend on video games? Yeah. And what was your gross income for that year? So uh, 18, uh, at 18 years old, my first year in real estate, closed 12 deals. For 120,000. 12 deals. I'm going to write all this down. Yeah. Okay. 120,000, right? 12 123. Deals, 123. 123K as an 18-year-old. That's not bad, right? Would you guys say that's not bad for an 18-year-old? 18 years 123 old. 123K. Uh, living at a... Uh, I was paying for a room at my you were, cousin's You were a roommate. I remember. Yeah, $300. I went, I went there. Maribelle. Yeah. yeah you guys had a pool in the back and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Threw a few parties. <laughs> well, I, 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 I didn't go to those. <laughs> but, yeah. Right, so, um, um, 123K. Um, you were living in a room. What yeah. were you... Paying per month there, uh, three hundred dollars a month. Three hundred dollars a month. Let's go. That's a killer deal. That's what. Um, so I kept that. You know, I could have immediately got an apartment like my first deal, um, but I I was like, I'm just gonna invest everything back into so business. So can I ask you a question real quick? Right. Go ahead. Uh, first and foremost, how many hours per day? And we're gonna get to being honest about our time, right? How many hours per day were you spending on video games? Um. Would you say two to four? No, like one hour a day, if anything. 
and well, it it's and not and all, too bad because the only time I would play video games is when like my my friends would come over and we'd play like Madden, which is a okay. football game, or like two K. So let let's let's look back at you as an eighteen year old, right? Uh, you oh. have you have no kids, none. You have no responsibility, real responsibility, none at all. You have you're paying three hundred dollars in a room. Is that all in all? Like three hundred? Uh, I would. I spend... mean, did you pay electricity? What no, that was it. That that's was, insane. That okay, that's, that's a killer deal. Three hundred dollars plus my food for the month, but I mean, it wasn't <laughs> okay. Crazy. So why why did you only do twelve deals and one hundred twenty three k as an eighteen year old? Uh, what because could you have done better with your time. Yeah. Uh, number one was uh, lack of knowledge. Lack of actually, it was lack of not knowing that this business could be what it could be right so lack of knowledge i'm gonna like, write all this down yeah it was it was the fact that as as an 18 year old i was so grateful for the 120 and there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like i wasn't aware of what this business could do for you right i mm -hmm. thought that you, you felt that was the limit i thought yeah i thought 120 was the limit 100k yeah. and you know did we freak i think oh, we're, no, we're good we're back so at, at, yeah at you know six figures at 18 it's like I was I was content. I was happy. You're made. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah. I made it. Yeah. I made it. I'm paying three hundred dollars a month. I'm pocketing. I'm putting back in the business. I'm going on like random little trips to California and yeah. blah blah blah. So I'm I'm enjoying myself and my life, right? Okay. Um so that that's what number one that's the number one thing that stopped me is not thinking big enough and not knowing what this business could do for you. Okay. So let's um let's let's implement time into yeah. your lack of knowledge. Could you have used more of that time to do more to to gain more knowledge? Yeah, um, to speed up the, no, absolutely. the learning curve. You know, at eighteen, like I was making this business very simple. I would work anywhere from four to six hours a day and just kept it consistent. Mm. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say I was working yeah. twelve hours a day every single day and had no life. No, that was not the case. I was working four to six hours a day. Um, I had no jobs. So I was obviously working for myself by myself. Mm -hmm. And during like my free time, I, I, I spent a lot of of time um, just gilly gagging at the gym, playing basketball, um, you know, watching TV. Like at that time, I think it was like Breaking Bad. So, I was, you know, deep into mm -hmm. that show. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. Okay. <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of Netflix and just like after like my four to six hours, it was like just chill time. It was like go to the pool or. Uh, or j and just waste. At the end of the day, it was wasted time. Yes, did I enjoy the pool? Yes, but I would have enjoyed growing more during that quicker. eighteen. Yeah, Quick quicker, pump. growing quicker at the age of eighteen. I would fast forward now, like next year or the year after, when you start utilizing that time. What? Well, how did you start utilizing um, the time? So the biggest change was an office. That was the <laughs> biggest change, uh, because at home. Um, you might take a you know an hour long shit you know I'm just saying like <laughs> you might you might you might you know play you know hop on the TV or play a game or whatever but when you're at the office it's like like when you're there it's go time it's go time and um, that was the biggest change like going you know now it's like I'm I get you know I, I come to the office and and my time here is spent efficiently right oh, yeah oh, very yeah. efficient because yeah. there's no time to lay around on the couch or uh, you know, get distracted by whoever else is living with you. Maybe your kids at home, maybe your significant other, you yeah. know. So uh, the biggest change was the office. Um, and then not only that, but it was duplicating myself, mm -hmm. right? So, like, I was aware that I couldn't, you know, fill it. Or I couldn't do five positions in the company, right? Mm -hmm. I couldn't run it efficiently. So I was aware that people, that I needed to bring on people to take on those tasks and roles, 
and mm-hmm. that was part of the delegation. Yeah, yeah, growing. I have a few yeah. questions for you, Sal. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that he was dedicating four to six hours to his craft. Yeah. Um, year one. Year in year one, um, and um, I know that you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking, right? Year one. What were we dedicating to our craft? First and foremost, what do you think of the 46 hours in a day that is being spent? And that's one question, question number one. And question number two is, how many hours per day were we dedicating to the craft year one? So strictly, if, if, I want to say this, strictly on real estate. Because oh yeah. I yes. know you're managing both, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll, yeah, exactly. So I believe that four to six hours, if, if, you're, if you're free, if your day is free and, and not nothing against it, you're 18 year old and killing it. So I was happy at yeah, 18. I'm exactly. Gonna, so uh, yeah. for someone who's who has nothing else to do, and I'm saying like nothing else, I'm talking about job wise and or being an entrepreneur. And if you work from four to six hours a day, it, to me, that's not a bit. You're not you're not trying to succeed. You're just running a hobby right now. Because that's what it was. Yeah, it was. It a was hobby. a highly paid hobby for me. Exactly. It was not so, a business at 18 years old. It's not. So because you have 24 hours a day, and you you have 20 or 18 hours of that is sleep and like hanging out. So at that point, it's just a hobby, right? Because a hobby doesn't last as long. You just do. If you know, you go play ball, Carlos, and you spend one an hour or two going back and forth, and and there you go. That's a hobby. So you you can't treat something. To me, I I can't treat. When 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 there's money involved or there's like uh, financial stuff involved, I can't treat it like it's a hobby, uh, unless it's it's like a fun project that you're you know you're throwing money at like a car or something like that you know. Mm-hmm. But you know if if you're if something that you want to earn money from and that's your primary income, I'm not talking about secondary or anything else. I'm talking about primary income. Like when Alex was 18, that was his primary income, right? Yeah. So if you were doing four to six hours, then I would say he was training it as a hobby. And if you want to succeed and play with the big boys, you you can't succeed at doing four four to six hours. If Alex today was still doing four to six hours, <laughs> I can guarantee you that he would have probably been pushed out of the business. By yeah, I would. Uh, he would lose his company for sure. Yeah, for sure. I would yeah. go. Yeah, uh, yeah, there would be no company. <laughs> yeah, no, there wouldn't. There wouldn't. So I mean, yes, it might work for a little bit, but long term, it does not. And especially if you're doing four to six hours to push to start with. That four hours will start becoming three hours, then becomes two and a half hours, and becomes two hours and one and a half. You know, hours. you know what it was also. There was no accountability. It was just yeah. me. There wasn't anybody to, um, you know, to keep me in check almost, or to, yeah. or to kind of grow along my side. It, it's I, funny yeah. you say that. It's I was gonna get into that accountability right after I say what how much I was. Is that even on our? Yeah. 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 Accountability. So, so for Carlos and myself when we first started. By the way, I I ran the car dealership. For I now work for like 12 hours or 13 hours minimum in the car dealership. And Carlos worked, what did you work like 10 hours in your previous job? Mm -hmm. Because when we started this business, we were doing this as a second business, right? Or Mm -hmm. secondary income. And but even when we first started, it was not as a hobby because as soon as I got off work or call it work or whatever, and Carlos did the same thing, it was it was the clock kept going for us. There was now phone calls. Now there was following ups. There was there was things that we would be talking and strategizing over the phone. It would be nighttime. So during nighttime, where people slept, is where we strategized and did our marketing campaigns and planning for the next day. And it was what we're gonna do. What we're we gonna. What we, what's tomorrow looking like? What's right now looking like? What happened today? What? And think about this. If we were putting, let's say, ten hours a day or eight mm-hmm. hours a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I would work at 
12 hours, I would say the dealership minimum, and then maybe five to six to seven to eight hours. And if I minimize from the dealership hours, then that instantly goes to the real estate side. Same thing for Carlos. If he didn't work as much, he left work early from his job, instantly starts the other job, and it would be like two to three hour sleep days. That, that, that's how it started. There's sometimes rarely any sleep. And, but think about the compound effect. Sure. Now I got car, you got Carlos and myself, sure. let's say putting, yeah, I'm gonna give you a number, let's say seven hours minimum or eight hours minimum. That's 16 hours de dedicated toward that business, toward the craft. Versus someone like Alex, where who's putting four to six hours. Who do you so think we're, is- we're, we're running laps around them every day. So, and that's, do, do, do the compound effect. A day, two days, a week, Two weeks, a and, month, a year. And you know, let, let's take that to a bigger scale, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. take that. So for folks out there that, you know, they're they're real estate entrepreneurs and they're dedicating, even even if they're dedicating, you know, six to eight hours, 10 hours a day, you have to, you have to ask yourself, or a lot of folks maybe ask themselves this, oh my God, you know, why do Carlson Sal get, you know, 40, 50 deals? Why do they have so many deals, right? Why, why are they always getting, why do they go with more deals than us? Mm -hmm. Well... Now it's no longer just me and Sal. We have a massive team that is that is just going after it versus you or you and your partner. And, you know, the odds are definitely stacked against you. It's no secret, guys. It's not because we're doing something different in marketing. Maybe we are. Maybe we're not. Right. It's not because we're spending more money. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But I know for a fact that it's because of that compound effect that Sal just mentioned we have an entire staff that is grinding compared to just you or just you and your partner. Yes, we're going to get a lot more deals than in any individual out there would because time is, you know, the biggest equalizer. It is the biggest equalizer um, known to man, right? You and me have the same 24 hours. How we use those 24 hours, that is where you get to see the the progress or the regress mm -hmm. right how you use those 24 hours is how is 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 you know how you're, you're gonna see the results you're gonna see um, okay am i why am i stuck in the same spot i was three months ago one year ago um you really have to reflect on the first thing that is right in front of you which is the use of your time okay. if you guys want to comment on that well i was gonna talk about accountability because Alex mentioned something and this is probably one of the one of the main things or one of the main reasons that why people or business owners don't succeed what I mean, I'm not saying that's the main thing but one of the main things and I've talked to so many people where they don't have power so for Carlos and myself we held each other accountable if there was one day that something needed to be done from him or something needed to be done from me he would hold me accountable to that and then at the end of the day it had to be done because we are holding each other accountable but for someone like Alex where you're alone, yep. you feel like, and if you're young, fairly young, and and I I've been there, right? I my work is done, and I'm I'm you know I'm doing everything great, and then I have time to go party now and do whatever. But what's holding me accountable? And for I don't know how many times I've been asked this question. Some people say, well, I don't have a partner to hold me accountable. I don't have someone else to hold me accountable. I'm a one man show in my own company. Well. This might be, this might sound stupid, but it's actually very powerful. You should dedicate every Monday at least, because we have a Monday, 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 Monday meeting. meeting. And it starts like that. You have a Monday meeting. Obviously, you can have more meetings with other people and whatnot. But Monday, Monday, Monday meeting for us is actually taking everything that happened throughout the week, 
and kind of reflecting on the weekend and then holding each other accountable and like what's going to happen with a team like number wise and everything. But if you're a one man show, do you think that you cannot do that? And I know for a fact that you can hold a, a meeting within yourself without looking stupid. I promise you this. You can literally write down the in a piece of paper pros and cons, what happened. Like this happened last week, this is what I learned, and now I need to plan this out. This is how many leads I got, this is how many calls the, I made, this is how many hours I put in the business. Like, I, yeah, if you're a one-man show, you have to be honest and transparent with yourself. And if you don't wanna do it by yourself, there is people in the same industry where they're one man show and you can hold something what's called a mastermind meeting. You can even do it over the phone, over a Zoom call or over a FaceTime call, whatever it is. And now you're kind of having a meeting for different companies or different entrepreneurs in one one meeting and you learn from what they, what they you learn from their mistake from that week and your mistakes from that week and, and help each other, uh, you know, get up and going. So, yes. And you know what? Speaking of holding each other accountable, nobody holds me account. Like nobody tells me every day what I have to do. Sal can only hold me accountable to the things that I tell him. They, hey, I need to get these things done, man. Can you make sure that I stay on top of these things? Like we, it's it's to the point, guys, where there's no ego involved here. You know, it's to the point where I I talk to my partner and say, hey, man. Look at this is these are the ideas that I just came up with. Can you make sure that I get these things done this week that they're taking care of? And that's me just, you know, just kind of help asking him for reinforcement to 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 my responsibilities. Right. But every time I wake up every single morning, it's not like I have to drive to work, punch in, go over, (laughs) you know, go over a certain uh, uh, daily duties uh, task or anything like that. uh, Daily duties uh, task sheet. No, I hold myself accountable with everything that needs to be done. I'm here. I'm at this podcast that starts at 12. We're all here. Nobody's forcing us to be here, right? Nobody forces us to go to the office. Nobody forces us to set up that one, you know, that 1 p.m. meeting that we have. I'm sorry, 1.30 p.m. meeting that we have after this. You know, nobody forces us to do these things, right? Yeah. Nobody forces us to do events. Nobody forces us to send out marketing. So, again, guys, that is what separates the massively successful people from the so not massively successful people is holding yourself accountable. Absolutely. Holding yourself accountable, pushing yourself. You are going to be your biggest uh your 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 biggest support system, your biggest coach, you know, your biggest coach. So, you need to hold yourself accountable every single day. This is not going to come easy. It's not. And I'll give you one other small example when we had the um the the meetup across the street here, right? Yeah, with uh, with Andrew LeBaron and, and and Alex Sanchez, remember and, and not to throw Roderick out there, you know, not to throw Roderick out there, but I said, hey man, um, when what what are your what are your work hours? And he says, well, I work from you know I work from three p.m. to ten p.m. or eleven p.m. I said, okay, so be honest with yourself, how many hours during the morning that you do have? Because to me, if you wake up at five and you're not going to work till three, you're probably going to work at you know two fifteen. What is that? Five. Um, that's like ten hours, right? <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two. My personal hygiene nine hours. and other stuff. Yeah, but right? you still have, you have a nine lot. hours, right? Nine hours, a nine-hour block. What are you doing with those nine hours? And, and, and I said, how many of those nine hours are you utilizing for your for to, to build, to grow, to grow your company, to change your life, to change the lives of your family? What how many hours? You gotta be honest with yourself, because that is one of the things that entrepreneurs are not are sometimes not is they're not honest with themselves right no. and he said you know what man i'm gonna be honest with you i only work about two hours yeah and i was like 
oh my God, that's that's not going to do it. Yeah, how, how are you going to yeah. expect yourself to be successful if if you're working two hours and not to throw anyone under the bus? But if you, this is to the people, and we're speaking to the people that want to be successful, that want to be to the next, that want to be in the to the next level. How are you going to take yourself from the here to there? utilizing your time and we're not talking about like the other tedious stuff and obviously the 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 notes and how to get there but we're just talking about time management right now because time you know in my mind time is like the biggest thing and um i learned this from the army it's hurry up and wait always show up if you're if you have an appointment if you have a meeting show up early if you're on time you're late things like that if you operate from this kind of like level you're gonna you're gonna start being more productive throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your year. Um, I remember when Carlos and not to throw you under the bus, but how how would you how would you rate your time management uh, three years ago? <laughs> From, From one, to, one 10. to ten, probably like a three. A three. What would you rate yourself today? Probably like an eight. Probably like an eight. Yeah. How do you feel though? Oh man, amazing! I am I am productive every single day. Um, I mean, Sundays, I still, I still consider Sundays me being very productive because I'm being productive. I'm growing in other ways. Now, you know, Sundays I'm with, I'm with the family. So, you know, I'm, I'm growing, uh, in, in, in harmony. I'm growing with love. I go to church, so I'm growing spiritually. Right. So Sundays, so, but Monday through Saturday, I mean, it's grind time. Do you feel like, do you feel like your goal is set and your, your, I'm getting closer every single day, right? I'm getting closer every single day. And and let me and let me say this. Remember the pop up that we just did in L.A. Yeah. By the way, thank you so much um, for everybody who attended the pop up. I, I promise. I've well, I think in Dallas we had a, a kind of a, a similar turnout, but yeah. Dallas we planned it you know much ahead. Guys, we had a pop up in L.A. Uh, on a, on a Spire seventy three, this rooftop beautiful beautiful bar, and we announced it um, a night the night before, the and there was like sixty yeah. to seventy five people that showed up, and they were hungry and they were ready, and man, it feels amazing to be able to just bless people with anything, right? Even if you're just buying them a few drinks, giving them a little bit of time, giving them answers to their questions that they have, I absolutely love it. And you know, one of the questions that was asked was this gentleman that said, Carlos, what would you suggest to a new real estate entrepreneur slash wholesaler? Um, what would be what would be your suggestion of how I can get my business, you know, going? How can I catapult my business? How can I get traction going in my business? I said, and I looked at him and I said, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I said, look, um, so be honest with me. Uh, do you have a nine to five? Yes, I do have a nine to five. Okay. Um, what are your work hours like? Oh, I work from such and such. I said, okay, how many hours are you dedicating to, to your business? Um, I'll be honest with you about two. And then I looked at these other two gentlemen, these partners that has just, that they just closed a $36,000 deal. Yeah. Remember, remember that? Yeah. I said, okay. I said, watch this. I told the guy that asked me the question, watch this. I said, Hey man, you guys just closed a $36,000 deal, right? He's like, yeah. How many hours do you dedicate uh, per day, and how many hours does your de your partner dedicate per day? He says I do at least twelve hours, and my partner does at least twelve hours. Okay, so that's twenty four hours to your two hours. I answering the question, I said, I said first and foremost, you got to put in the time, yeah. right? That was the first thing is is not the marketing and the data and and and, and building a team. You got to start with putting in the time. And I told him, who do you think is gonna get? A deal soon like who the do you think is gonna yeah what are the odds right like who's gonna get a deal first and who's gonna get more deals the guy that's working the the team that's working 24 hours a day or the the individual that's working two hours a day and after that he was just blown away he's like oh my god 
Like, he's right. I got to start dedicating more time to my business. And see, people are not aware of time. Just like nowadays, people are not even aware of credit. And we, that's a whole new subject. But, yeah. you know, we all have the same time, guys. And we all, we, we can either put in the time or either we don't. And it's a matter of how bad do you want it? Yeah, you can, you can sacrifice other things, but we're talking strictly about time this time. And if you really want it, you would sacrifice everything. You would sacrifice your own sleep. And I've seen, I've seen people who don't sleep. Our acquisition manager who we first hired, our first hire, the guy worked a night shift. And when he got off his night shift, he would come and work. And sometimes he wouldn't sleep for two days and go back to his job. So sometimes two days or two and a half days, no sleep. I don't even know how he did it, but hey, I've seen it happen. I can't, I don't, I can't believe that someone has that much freedom that just did, decides to do two hours a day. That just tells me that they don't want it bad enough. And I know we've been blabbing a lot, but uh, we want to we want to jump into like the three next subjects. So Alex, well, please. Uh, and before we get there, yeah. I, I just want to acknowledge um, some of the people, uh, some of the people that are on here. Um, Shannon Bravo, it looks like you're definitely going to be the viewer, one of the viewers of the week. If you're still watching, uh, let me know. Thank you so much. So Shannon Bravo, it looks like, I mean, you've been commenting, you've been asking questions, you've been putting up the thumbs up and the likes. Guys, don't forget to share this everywhere you can. Uh, Facebook groups, Facebook real estate groups, um, in your own pages. We are giving away three freedom events where you're not only going to get three access, tickets. Yeah. Three, yeah, three, three tickets to the freedom event to our viewers of the week. You're not only going to get access to, to me, uh, Alex and Sal, there's going to be some monsters in the building, yeah. right? Nice Brent story. Daniels, Q Flores, Donnie Chris. Ruffin. Uh, what'd you say? Chris, Chris the shark, Chris the shark out of Cali. I mean, there's going to be some monsters in the building guys. And so much I've been seeing like your network is your net worth. Imagine coming, getting to meet guys that are making millions of dollars in real estate, you know, every single year, making six figures in real estate consistently every single month. You're going to have access to these people. And again, if you have you been hesitating, I want to let you know one thing. We're not doing another freedom event this year, guys. So for the thousands and thousands of people over the past two years since we've been doing our momentum, right? I got the momentum here. Since since we've been doing our momentum event that says, hey, I can't afford a $5,000 seat. We've made this so affordable for you to the, to the freedom event. We're not doing another freedom event. Guys, we did this for you. I honestly don't think we're going to even make money on this thing. We hope to break even. But you know what? We did this for you to catapult, to push you out of that rat race, to start changing your lives and those around you. So if you've been hesitating on spending a few hundred dollars, investing a few hundred dollars into the possibility of changing your life, you, you're you making a big mistake. So make sure that you take advantage of this opportunity. And I'm not trying to sell you a freaking vacuum cleaner or a toothbrush here. I'm trying to sell you. I'm trying to let you know that this is Financial possible, freedom. right? I'm trying to let you know that you will have access to not only some monsters in the room, but the, the possibility of unlocking a whole new life for you and your family. So Shannon Bravo, uh, much love. And Soul Salazar, you say, thank you, Carlos, for always responding on Instagram. You're welcome. You guys know that's a big thing for me. Um, that, that's huge for me to just respond, respond, respond when I have the time. I will get to you, especially now with the with the voice recordings available. Yeah. So much quicker than sitting there and texting you, right? And we're all trying to do the best that we can to try to get to hundreds, if not thousands of messages on Instagram. But just know that we really do appreciate and love every single one of you. Without you guys, without your support, we would not be where we are right now. And we would not be able to grow how we're growing right now. So thank you. You guys all play a part in our growth. Okay. So I know you were going to say something. 
No, we we're uh, going to transition it. Well said, though. Uh, guys, we def definitely appreci appreciate all of you. And uh, real quick. Uh, Do you want to start with awareness? Real honesty? quick, just okay, want to shout yes. out uh, Anthony Cano. Remember we went to Dallas? To, we got a haircut out there. Yeah. He, he said he's on uh, here. got it playing in the barbershop. So shout out to Anthony. Much love, man. Much love. Next and, time uh, we're out there, we'll get we'll get another fade we'll with get, you, brother. We'll get Thank another, you. Yeah, we'll get another fade. Yep. <laughs> uh, so with that said, guys, let's go into delegation. Let's go. Um are you sure you don't want to start with honesty again? We uh we did that. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me finish up that subject, right? With by just saying be honest with yourself. Okay? Be honest with yourself. Like Sal said, Carlos, where were you at 3 years ago? From a 1 to 10, how was your time management? And I said a 3. Yep. You know, no man out there, right? We're all we're all men and we have egos and nobody wants to be honest with themselves. Oh no, you know, I'm I was oh, I was around a six or a seven back then. I'm an eight now, but no, no, I was a three. You know, and be, and you have rubbed off on me, and 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 for sure, like in the way I manage my time, you have rubbed off on me. I know that you rubbed off on him too, oh, wow. right? Yeah. Like, and I love I love that, bro. And and thank you so much for that. Um, why don't you tell us about being honest, uh, being honest with yourself about your time? Because I know that's something that you have really helped me and Alex with. Thank you. So to, to start, I'm, I am not a robot, guys. I know some people think that I manage my schedule like I'm a robot, but I I, I like but, to. But operate. you do. But you did. You you have an agenda for your wedding on Wanderlust, which is a time management app, which right? is shared between me and my fiance. Yes. Yes. So she she so, checks no, off but with something. Again, very respectable, <laughs> right? Very respectable that even your wedding is on a time block, which is amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, tasks have to be done. Everything, everything, every, everything you want to do. If you wake up in the morning and you don't know what you want to do that morning, it's okay. Take five to ten minutes. Organize your day. Organize your your future time to see what you want to do. If you don't do that, you're gonna run blind. And I remember this happening at early on the business ventures. And when you wake up and you start your day not knowing what's gonna happen, now you're in a reactive mode, right? If you're in a proactive mode, you're a lot more efficient rather than being reactive. F that. I don't want to deal with something while it's coming at me. Yes, I'll deal with those things as they come when I, I can't control it. But control the controllables. I want to know how my day is going to go. And if it doesn't go as planned, it's okay because nothing goes according to plan. Just fun fact. Nothing goes according to plan. If you live your life thinking that everything goes according to the plan that you put for yourself, then you're not. You're, you're, you're in for a big surprise. Nothing goes according to plan, yep. but as long as you recognize that nothing goes according to plan, but you're still your end goal is still the same the same destination. You're okay with that because if you start derailing and things start coming your way, you can always start going the same direction. You can always get, pull, pull yourself back into that same direction. So organization is is a big factor. I would have to say. So as my day starts, I have to organize my day. Um, the one of the biggest things is let's be honest with ourselves. No one can do your job better than you. And and I say this as as I stand, I know no one is going to do better at me drinking this this water the way I do, right? Or I get up, get up from bed. And let alone when you when you start doing a certain job, especially when you built something that you you started your own schedule and you became successful like Alex became successful uh and Carlos and and everyone out there the same way they did it and then they say, "Well, I did it this way and it worked for me." right? No one's going to do it better than you. How are you going to do more without dele delegating that to someone else? And I'll explain further. So Carlos, 
how would you rate yourself as a closer from one to 10? 10. 10. And how would you, how were you okay thinking, do you think anyone out there is at a 10 like that, you know? No, um, I've always said it, you know, in the past, uh, that's a gift that God gave me, uh, my ability to connect with people, mm -hmm. my ability to uh, be genuine with people, uh, my ability to love people. I love people. They love me back. I say that all the time. Mm -hmm. yep. And, you know, uh, not your genuinity, but I know, I, I, your... I know, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I know exactly the words that need to be said mm -hmm. uh, for every person. Uh, uh, every particular situation. So that is what makes me a great uh, closer, right? Um, you know, I'm not some cheap, cheap sales dude. You yeah. know what I mean? So when you start delegating that, yes. when you, because now we have salespeople, we have, yeah, sales, we have managers sales managers and acquisition. And acquis yep. How, how did that feel? Scary. Um, scary at first, because you know that, that no one's ever going to do certain things as good as you, like they're just not, you know? And, but it's something that, you know, I had to overcome as far as fear and doubt, regardless, even if they're at an 80%, even if they're at 80% up to par, up to my standards, um, I feel like we're still winning at that point. And now I can focus on uh, bringing other things to the table and, and working on the company instead of inside the company. Because you freed up X amount of time. I don't even, I haven't talked to seller, I haven't talked to a seller in probably a year and a half, two years maybe. It's crazy. Right? Yeah, I, I. But I, deals are still. Deals during are rolling. this podcast, there's deals probably coming. There's deals rolling. I, I hear, you know, shout out to all our folks out there at the office. I hear them, you know, walking up and down the office, closing deals. I mean, it's like a boiler room in there. I absolutely love it. Uh, it, it makes me really happy to, to, to be hearing them just, you know, crank out and negotiate deals after deals. But yes, it was very scary to let go of that uh, of that rope. And that's part of delegation. So sometimes yes. we're our ego or our our, our, our scarcity mentality wouldn't, Marcus, wouldn't allow uh, us to. Marcus said, hold on. Marcus Bazan said, Carlos, you closed me on the, on the VIP. Can you please elaborate how I did that, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Go ahead. Bring it up while we continue to talk. Yeah. So, Alex, yeah. what would you say? Um, how would you, how would you, uh, what's your take on delegation? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you're right. I mean, we all feel like everything that we do, we do it best, right? Um I'll give you an example. Like I, I like to drive. Uh, it's it's like, like especially on road trips. Like I like to drive, so like yeah. I feel like I drive the best. So I like take control <laughs> of that. But like yeah. it, it also relates back to business. Like when, when either closing or disposition or transactions, um, regardless of the area in the business, like we all feel like we can do it best ourselves. Mm. Until you actually train somebody, and and when you actually train somebody and delegate it. Now, instead of you focusing on that area in the business for 10 hours a week, you have somebody uh -huh. working it for 40, 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And over time, they end up being better than you, right? Exactly. And you can relate, let's like Jaden. Jaden, what, what happened came. with disposition? Yeah, I, I, guys, if you don't know, I'm, I, I love selling properties. That was my thing. And, and for, for a minute, I was the disposition king. And now I've been dethroned by uh, <laughs> the one and only Jaden Putney. He's the disposition king and he sells properties like I've never done it before. And therefore he's, he's killing it because that's all he's, he's doing now. He, I, I was doing 10, 20 different things at a time and I was doing that. And I was still good at it. But now this one person is focusing on that. But don't, don't mis, misunderstand what I'm trying or we're all trying to say here. You have to lead from the front. You have to bust your ass. You have to work. You have to put in the hours. You have to learn everything because therefore you're going to have to teach someone else. I hate, hate when, and I remember some people, even in the, in the Texas meetup, someone said, 
Um, I haven't done a deal before, uh, but uh, how about VAs? I, I want to hire five VAs. I wanted them to do this and this and that. And I'm like, they're lazy. What? Well, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done? No, but uh, I I, I want to hire these people. I was so I, I almost like exploded in their face. I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Excuse my French. I, I mean, I'm trying to keep this PG. But what the heck are you thinking that you want you want to own a business and you want to hire a bunch of people and and just say hey uh, uh, yeah I'm gonna hire some VAs from India from the Philippines or whatever and then uh, yeah I'm gonna be successful and well what do you know what have you done have you been in the trenches well no but they're gonna do it I'm gonna tell them what to do uh, send me some scripts and, uh, and they'll do it it does not work that way guys I'm sorry but you're gonna have to put in the work in order for you to be successful. And if you want to lead, you can't lead from the back. You have to lead from the front. And I love it. Yeah, I appreciate uh no, I appreciate what you just said. Uh guys, um I say this all the time and um it's you have to know the process before you delegate the process. You have yeah. to lead from the front. You have to know what you're doing because this is the biggest issue. Like somebody that hasn't gone through cold calling or hasn't got their first deal but wants to hire VAs, how can you ever how can you possibly train a VA if you don't know the process? Well you're just and then your VAs can take over the business without you knowing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> yeah, because you don't you don't know A, A, A through Z, right? Yeah. So guys, make sure you know the process and not just in real estate, like make sure you know how to do something before you tell somebody else. That is what a true leader does. Okay. Yes. Uh Let's let's continue on. So uh, I want to give a shout out to Soul Salazar from Chicago. So so you've been very active. Uh, I I'm choosing you as one of the viewers of the week. So if you're interested in coming down to Freedom, uh, let me know as soon as possible. We definitely have a seat for you. Uh, you've been giving out hearts. You've been uh, you've been dropping comments. I love it. I love it. So um, back to what Sal was saying. You know, um, when it comes to uh, leadership. Um, and, and I know we're not trying to, you know, stray away from uh, time, but in your company, you know, when it, delegation is part of time. So it's, it's part of time management, but you cannot delegate seats that you yourself haven't done. How can you ask someone for, I mean, it's wrong in more ways than one. How can you ask somebody to do something that you haven't done yourself or you're not willing to do yourself or you don't, and what Sal said, you don't even know how to do yourself, right? Hey, I need you to cold call. Okay. Well, how do you cold call? Well, I don't know. I've never done it. But here's just, a script. Yeah. Here's a script. Do it. It doesn't work that yeah. way, guys. Okay. There's no shortcuts. Like I know you guys have seen all the memes and, and, and stuff out there where it says there's no shortcuts to success and blah, blah, blah. I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, speaking from my experience and more than likely Sal and Alex can say the same is they're right. There are no shortcuts to success. No, you got to put in that work. You got to put in that work. It's not going to happen overnight either, right? There's no overnight successes out there. I don't know one besides maybe a lottery winner, right? <laughs> and a lottery winner ends up all losing everything in like three to five years anyway. Well, they say divorce is a very quick way to make money. Oh, yeah. Well. Fun fact. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on. Of course. Uh, uh, but that's why that's why a lot of folks out there are yelling prenup. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> we want prenup. But anyway, so let's uh, let, let's answer some some questions. By the way, uh, Marcus, Marcus said, uh, I love it. Uh, Marcus said, the way that I closed them, um, consistent value is what you sold me. You provided you provided that way before I bought the VIP. Is honestly, you answered when I called and gave me more detail about the value. I know I was talking to a real dude, 
not a Cody Sperber wholesale with no money now buy my program kind of deal. You're absolutely right, my brother. Um, we are business owners before we are anything else. We absolutely love our teams. Okay, we love our teams. They're family to us. Um, it's taken us a lot of uh, a lot of time and, and energy and money to create the teams that we have now. But um, we are real people doing real deals, and I think that's why a lot of people, um, you know, keep an eye on us and follow us is because you know not only are we in this platform now, right, publicly, but we're 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 doing you know we're doing the business. We haven't yeah. stopped. We've scaled more and more and more. And if I ever have to choose between this and running that business, my dream was always to be a business owner. So I'm going to choose that. 10 out of 10 times, okay. right? So, guys, um, finally, Alex trimmed the beard. Yeah, a little bit. Anyways, um, you need guys, to bring it back. so we're going to do a Q&A. So let's start writing in questions that you guys want us to answer or elaborate on. And uh, real quick, while we wait for those questions, I want to talk about something uh, that uh, I will speak. At the L.A. pop-up that we did last Friday, right? Thursday. Friday, Thursday, um, I, was, I was speaking to By somebody. By the way, shout out. Much respect. Much love out there to our boys. Nick, Nick Levano, Nicholas Levano, Octavius Bennett, um, you know, Alex Sanchez for coming out, yep, Chris. Chris the Shark for coming out, uh, AJ for coming out, Gino, right? So, like, I mean, the love was insane. All the LA fam. We the love was crazy, man. Um, so so one, one, a very, like, powerful conversation I had with somebody was um, they were thinking about um, another business, and I can't recall the business, but I'm like, you know why I love real estate? Because of the compound effect. Because what you do, and it goes into time management, because you're probably like at a nine to five or a corporate, corporate America, you're working from nine to five. And then when you clock out, you're done. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the next day when you go in, it resets. Right. Yep. Right. When it comes to real estate. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Like, so if you, if you put in a 12 hour day, the next day does not reset. It, it just keeps on building. And then you get to a point where you're cranking out 10, 20, 30, 40 wholesale deals a month as you as you build and all that all those funds just keep turning it, they keep turning they, they keep pumping your wholesale business they buy you assets and it just keeps on going so every single day that you work is just it, it just adds on it, it adds it on to, to, to put day, things right? in perspective we've had a deal that it took a year and a month or a year and two months from contacting the seller and the seller wanted to sell so after over a year the seller decided to sell the house yeah. and we've made uh, we made I think 70 some thousand dollars in that deal and if think about this what Alex is saying that's the compound effect if you if you stop doing what you're doing within that year and two months and they call and you said oh I don't do business anymore you potentially lost on a seventy thousand dollar deal agree so that you know the reason I bring that up is to to give you guys hope right every call that you make every house that you drive for every marketing campaign that you deploy, every hour, every task, every duty that you spend on the business will pay off over time. You just have to keep comp compounding um, that work and it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, pour on you. Like, um, you know, when early in my, um, my journey um, in my wholesale business, uh, when like the first year, second year, like when things would dry up in the pipeline, like I would visually think of like, okay, I got to stack the pipeline so much that it's just going to burst, right? Like I'm just going to fill the pipeline, fill the pipeline, fill the pipeline, fill the pipeline. I'm just going to keep on making calls, keep on, you know, keep cold calling, keep cold calling, keep cold calling to the point where yeah, like you're just like at that breaking point where everything's just going to pop, 
And when it pops, when that's it when you have that. When it, it explodes, that's when you have six figure months. That's when you it, have your biggest months and your biggest breakthroughs. It, it takes your business to a whole different level, Agreed. right? Yeah. I mean, it raises that financial thermostat too, and what the expectation should be. Because if you've accomplished it, now that you've accomplished it, uh, you now you have higher expectations. You've raised the bar, not only yourself but your team now. Yeah. So here, here's another uh, thing. So like, at one point, you were okay with making fifty k a month. Right? Yeah, and that's where I'm going with this. So like. At 18 years old, I was okay with making $10,000 a month. I was, I mean, for, at that point. Obviously, now $10,000 doesn't I have cover my, anything. My bills, I have, I have more bills than ten. Unfortunately, I'm not not to brag out there because this is not a good thing. But I'm with you. It's I'm Sal's with... fault, honestly. <laughs> Sal with... made me get a bigger house for the family, and you know, and, and you know, things like that. But it just, it's again, it's just a byproduct of putting That's in that sense. work, right? It's just, but you know it's what? I have to labor. admit that uh, we had to align things up. And make sure that we're we're set before making those. So it wasn't like oh, sporadic. Yeah. No, a lot no, of work no, no, before, no, no. Yeah. before what you know people. Yeah. See. Oh now, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at eighteen, I was okay with making ten thousand dollars a month, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I had my first, I think my next big month was 25,000. I even have it on my Instagram. If you go deep enough, you'll find it. $25,000 a month. And I'm like, dang, this is it. Like I'm rich. Right. <laughs> and then that nobody in your family has made 25. Not in one month. No. no. Yeah. Maybe a year. And what happened was that $25,000 that when I hit that, it became my normal. Right. Mm -hmm. So now that's my normal. Now I have a, a consistent goal that I need to hit because I know I can hit it because I know that when I hit the 25,000, it did something in my mind that it gave me that feeling. If you did right? it once, you can do you it can again. You can do it again. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, I knew the evidence was there. What is that? So a four minute mile? Yeah. So yeah. I can, I can keep on doing it. And I did that. Yeah. And I, uh, the next big month was 40 and then 50 and then literally scared from, I think we had a 60 K month and then we had 120 K month. This was a uh, second, second year, I think 2017. Mm. Um, and then when you hit six figures, 100K, even if it's 101K, now you have the evidence to keep on going. So for those that are starting at zero, set that goal, you know, set that $10,000 goal, that $20,000 goal, and then hit it, hit it consistently. Then that becomes your normal. You raise it, you raise your, you raise it to your next goal. Then that becomes your normal and it keeps on going. Now there is no limits, right? Like now we're, we're literally just, but you have keep, to climb that keep, ladder, right? But you have to climb the ladder. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay, let's answer some questions here for the no, last... We're, we're, uh, we have like five yeah. minutes maybe. Ready? So um, if someone... Here, uh, this is an answer. This is a question for you. Ricardo says, as an 18-year-old, should I join a team or try to start on my own? Mm. Um, I'll give you my answer yeah. is we're always hiring. <laughs> <laughs> so if you feel like... Um, but see, we're not trying to hire folks that... Uh, are eventually, you know, they're just looking to come in, you know, learn everything and then kind of go out on their own. Um, we're looking to build um, longevity with these people. So that's my answer um, for that. Um, but I'll let him answer that as an 18 year old, as an 18 year old, because he started when he was 18. So what do you think? Well, um, should he join a team or start doing some things on his own? Not knowing your situation. Um, it, it just depends. I would. If I could have done it all over again, I would have tried to align myself with like the biggest, baddest investors in town. Um, even I, I would work for them for free. So I would do that because um, either one, you're going to spend the next year or so learning on your own, failing, and maybe, you know, you grab a few deals, but at least with a um, mentor slash, you know, team member, you know, somebody, you know, put you under their wing, uh, you have 
you have structure, you have processes, and then you can see, you can have that vision on how a company's supposed to be like. So, mm. so as you grow, like it's okay to do that at 18. It's okay to do that at 19 because you're 19, you're 18, you're gonna have the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years to, you know, do something yourself. So I would have, I would have uh, done that if you guys were at, if you guys were were at where you guys where are at now, back then, I would I would approach you guys. So, sure. I, and I love this, what you said, because I 100% agree, but um, there is something that you have to do. You have to be honest with yourself and you have to be honest with that ne other party. If you're going to go there and say, hey, uh, I'm here to do this, but I'm looking to do my own, but for now, I, my service is your service. Is that, you know, I'm at your service. So, therefore, you're, you're, not, you're not being... Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, um, selfish. Uh, you're not no. being sneaky about it. Yeah. yeah, you're being very upfront because the ultimate goal is to be to be on your own. I'm assuming, uh, mm -hmm. from what it sounds like. So yes, but make sure that you know that because you don't want to get in there and then give them the hopes that you're going to be a part of their team for the next ten years, and and then you as soon as you learn something, you leave. Uh, make sure that the both parties understand that. And uh, uh, there's plenty of people that do that. By the way, there's plenty of people that that want that help. There's plenty of people that want uh, more manpower and, and what better, I'm not saying yeah. go work for free, but at least, you know, offer something and therefore be honest about it. And therefore you're gonna, you are gonna get what you want, but there's different ways to approach it. Obviously you can do it on your own and you can do it the way that Alex said, but I would do it in an ethical way. Very next ethical question. Way. transparent, yep. Uh, next question. Um, if someone has zero dollars for marketing, would you recommend them get a job and use their whole check towards marketing? That's a very easy one, by the way, okay? There's an old saying, all right? Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, if if I if I needed a, or an X amount of dollars to get some things going in my real estate um, business, I would work, you know, Uber, I would work whatever it took as a secondary job or whatever just to get that going. Because again, guys, Uber is definitely like my number one that I tell people. Would yeah, you say like, that? Like if you, I if respect, you, yeah, I respect yeah. the hustle. I respect yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because then you can drive for dollars. It works beautiful. You can drive for dollars. <laughs> I've seen people work Uber and cold call while they're out, like waiting, waiting. around. Well, they're for they're the a next team call. of two usually. The driver and the passenger is making cold calls. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing, right? So um, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you know if you don't have the money, because I'll be honest with you. Yes, there's a lot of things out there that you don't need tens of thousands of dollars to get some marketing going. All right, and if you look at one of our previous podcasts, you know you'll be able to identify those specifically. But where there's a will, there's a way. If you don't have the money to get some marketing going, find a way to get the money. Whether it's your, whether it's saving on your own and being more disciplined, managing your money better, or getting a secondary job. You know, a some... hustler is always gonna find a way. Oh yeah, a hustler is 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 a fancy or is a it's a lower word of a resourceful person. That's what a hustler is, is a resourceful person. Just become resourceful. I mean, they just told you, do Uber. That's the easiest resource. And it's the best probably on your And I'm sure there is other things that you can do. You can mow, mow lawns for, for, for neighbors and whatnot. Yes. Uh, would you, oh, go ahead. And, and realize guys that that is temporary, okay? It's not permanent. You're just sacrificing at your specific moment for something better in the future. So keep that in mind. All right, next question, Pablo. Would you realistically be one man show making 250k a year with average deal size 5 to 10k? I think that's very possible. Uh 250k a year? I think with it's possible. 5 510. You have to be very... I mean, that, that would be uh, you might need you're, you're you, looking, might need VA. you might need a couple of VAs well, and an assistant maybe. Yeah. 
But it's possible. It is possible. I'm not saying that it's easy, but it is possible. You know, 25 deals at $10,000 a pop. Well, he's saying 5K, so 5K, that's 50 No, he said 5 to 10. Oh, yeah, but it's like the average, okay, even 7K. It's still required. I I believe it. like 60 years. Maybe the deal have to be a little bit bigger to do that. I'm just saying like, and I'm a guy that, that's, dedicate a lot of time to my craft. So just saying it might be pushing it a little bit. Okay. Next question. Um, how does one surround themselves with like-minded individuals if your environment isn't the greatest? Change your environment. <laughs> right? That's a very simple uh, where answer. You, where would you start? Say you're in like Omaha, Nebraska. There's Where would you go? Oh, my God. Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, well, you, I think – You don't have any positive. I think Sherry. Uh, you know, Sherry's yeah. out there. Again, you know what's funny is – um, the the person that seeks will find, right? Just like there's a will, there's a way. I know this. Again, these are all things that have been programmed, rewired into my subconscious mind. The person that seeks will find, right? Me and Sal seeked to get into real estate, and we found a way to get into real estate. If you seek uh, these these like minded, high level uh, caliber individuals, whether it's through Facebook groups real estate groups, um, you know, uh, church and, 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 you know, Bible meetups or whatever, like you're going to find, you know, you're going to find these people, but you got to look like, you can't just be like, Oh, well, you know, my friends, they're not really uh, the people that I'm looking for. So I'm just going to give up. Yep. No, man, it's going to take some effort, you know? And, and again, the person that seeks will find. So start looking, like really start looking to surround yourself with those kind of people. And I know this sounds harsh, but you're probably going to have to get rid of some of that baggage and some of that dead weight that you're looking to get rid of anyway, right? Because if they're, they're occupying your time, then now you don't have that time to look for these people and you don't have that time to uh, to develop yourself and, you know, and dedicate that to your personal growth. Uh, if you, unless you guys have another answer for how do you surround yourselves with like-minded individuals, even if your environment isn't the greatest, I say uh, change your environment. I agree. I would. Uh, I'll add. I'll add some things to that. I would. Uh, it depends on the city that you're in, but I would. I would try to create groups or go to meetups uh, where you are around like-minded people. You know, people in whatever industry, whether you're in real estate or, and or a car dealership business. Like align yourself with people that. Are after the same thing. Uh, a good resource is meetup.com. Uh, meetup.com, you can go regardless of where you live and look up real estate investment clubs. And um, I would attend those. I would attend those and then I would talk to as many people as possible because you never know who you're going to meet. You're one relationship away from, you know, from a million dollars. I truly believe that. So that's, oh my a, God, yes. that's, that's a very uh, good resource, meetup.com. Yeah, and it's funny, but I actually have a video scheduled, um, you know, asking you shall receive, right? I have a video coming up that's called asking you shall receive because, again, you know, if you don't ask, right? If if Sal didn't ask me, hey, man, maybe we should go into business together, right? What if he and, was too shy then? Yeah, <laughs> right? If, um, if I didn't ask Alex, even though he has his own office now, hey, man, we should come, you know, join, you know, get the, you know, Get, let's move into this beautiful new office or whatever. If I didn't ask him that, then he wouldn't be out of his apartment and we wouldn't have the relationship that we have now, yeah. right? Asking you shall receive. If I didn't ask where to go find some private money, and again, there's like you anywhere from like the lower level of asking, right? Hey, man, what do you do? You do real estate? Well, I do real estate too. Let's get something going to like high level. Hey, um, do you know where I can find, you know, $40 million for private funding? Again, ask, 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 ask. Yeah. So you're one phrase or, or one conversation away. And part of asking, you have to position yourself. So there you go. Ali just said meetup.com. Yep. 
position yourself in a place yeah. where you can, you know, have those conversations. Yes. Yeah. So. And real quick, uh, Angel Bermudez, uh, what are your favorite negotiating words and phrases you used to get the seller down on your price? That is going to probably be an episode on its own. Yeah. Acquisitions. I mean, yeah. that is there's there's not one <laughs> there's not one. It's 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 an actual process. You know what I mean? It's a psychological uh, verbatim process. So um, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll get there. We'll get we'll get into details about that. Noel says, "How did you guys not have shiny object syndrome and stick to wholesaling only? Hard to focus, such a disruptive world." Good question. Um, that's a really, really solid question because a lot of folks out there, oh, e-commerce, oh, crypto, oh, wholesaling, oh, this, all that, right? I mean, you get this out there all the time. That I, I truly believe that is is, is self self awareness and self discipline. Mm -hmm. Self awareness and self discipline, because yes. You can't be the you can't be a jack of all trades and master master none. How many folks approach us and say, "Hey, we got this business venture. You want to join? We got this business. We got this business. Blah, blah blah blah, right?" And no, we know what we're good at. And you know, as as bad as it is, as as, as tough as it is to not look at this shiny object because it is there, it is sparkling. Well, and, and you want to. And he's asking a question to to people who own eighteen plus businesses now, but and but how do we how do we do that? If you go back, delegation. So you delegate. You you actually master your craft, and then you delegate some of those things. Yeah. Therefore, you can now some of those businesses you might just spend an hour, or two hours, or three hours a week because yep. you have people are spending hundreds of hours yep. collectively a week on that. Delegate Facts. to elevate. Yep. Facts. Yep. In order to elevate, you must delegate. Um, so another one uh, you have to face. So let's take work. one more question because we don't want our podcast okay. to be. Uh, <laughs> known for being the longest Anthony, podcast. How do you influence an, another individual if they're not putting in as much work as yourself? How do you influence another individual? You know, one thing that Sal and I just realized this past week, you cannot teach work ethic. You can teach everything else. Not work ethics. You cannot teach work ethics. So that keep has that in to mind. That has to come naturally. When you prove it yourself and that person is aware of it now, now they can only change it themselves, but you can't teach it. You can take a horse to the lake, but you can't force it. To exactly. Drink. And real right. quick, because these are really quick answers, guys. Um, Daniel, uh, how do you say things to sellers and make or break a deal? We're going to get into acquisition specifically. What systems do you guys use now? If you look at, um, I think episode two or three was like, uh, every single system and strategy that we do, just go back into our podcast um, and I'm answer this real quick. Magnus Digital or Investor Care for my website and SEO. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Tough little, uh, you know what, Marcus, we'll, we'll definitely talk more about that here uh, next week when you get here because uh, they both have their plus and minuses, to be quite honest with you. How do you structure your text blast for buyers? Um, I don't know if we spoke about that, Angel. We, you have some great questions, by the way. We do. Um, uh, it, it's all in the in the pro, uh, the previous podcast. And if you guys want to check those out, we are on iTunes, and, YouTube, yes, and Spotify. And Chewy, uh, how, how do you uh, can you guys talk about the system you guys use that's familiar with uh, to Mojo? Allindialer.com. Allindialer.com. Uh, if you go to that website, you can compare uh, Allindialer by Zenkal versus Mojo. You can do the comparison yourself. I think uh, One Life to Live, no replay, listening, beautiful. Uh, man, uh, I think we are We're good. good. Best right. content in the game. Guys, love you guys. We're gonna. I know that um, uh, we had Shannon Bravo, uh, and we had another young lady from Chicago. Um, so I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Episode number nine is definitely in the books. Uh, any, any last words from yes. you guys? All right. So next week I am – uh, proud to announce that we are going to do a another uh, interview with uh, Mr. Sean Terry 
Mr. Flip Two Freedom himself. The, the, one, of the, the legend. one of the pioneers of the game, <laughs> Yeah, one right? of the wholesaling legends in the game. Um, I came up on his content uh, at 18. We all did. We all, went we, all did. we all did. Yeah. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun to uh, you know talk it up for an hour or an hour and a half uh, next, next week, yeah. and it's gonna be live. So make sure you it's gonna be next questions. next Wednesday at 12 uh, PST time MST. I think it's the same thing. Uh, MST uh, next Wednesday at 12. Real quick, guys. Um, if you haven't pulled the trigger on Freedom, we're not doing another Freedom event this year. So. Pull the trigger. Use the coupon code PODCAST to get a heavy, heavy discount. Again, if you haven't pulled the trigger on Freedom, you have to you have to roll the dice on yourself, even if it's a few hundred dollars, guys, okay? Um, so, you know, uh, and yes, we are we are having one of the pioneers of, of the game, Sean Terry, next week. Um, so, you know, you definitely got to tune in next week. It's, it's going to be a blast. Be I would epic. say prepare your questions. Because yeah. that man is full of knowledge. Bring the yeah. notepads. He's been in the game yeah. at least a decade longer than we have, and we're excited to have him. We got a lot of love and respect for him. He's a guru. Uh, he not only teaches and educates, but he also still does the business. So, uh, Sean Terry next week, guys. Any other thing from you guys? No, nah, I'm good. We're all good. Guys, okay. um, I'll, I'll... close it out. Yep. Yeah. Guys, we appreciate you so much. Uh, we appreciate all the love and the comments and support. Uh, really fuels us. Um, like we said before, like we are doing this out of love to give back to you guys. Uh, and uh, just want to thank you all for uh, staying this long. God bless you guys. Much love. And, uh, you know, you st make sure that you grind this week. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Signing see you guys off. next time. Peace. Thank you.